Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, this is Gina here. Talking poetry. Talking love. Talking life. <laughs> hey, um, I got a good show for you. And uh, I'm all excited about it. <laughs> Just um, a little bit about St. Valentine's and all the woes that come with love. Because, you know, love have uh, or has different personalities. And um, we have to honor that thing. You know, it's its own entity. It's its own season. So, I'm talking to you about St. Valentine's. And the week I had, <laughs> um, it's a little lengthy, but um, I hope I can hold your attention for a little while. Because uh, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good run. This one it is. So don't get discouraged. Uh, just know that I'm giving you the best side of me, <laughs> Gina. <laughs> I like to think of myself as um, hot melted chocolate on a cold day. Oof over some ice cream <laughs> vanilla perhaps but um just being naughty so don't <laughs> don't listen to that part <laughs> so anyway i'm talking about saint valentine's and i'm talking about what it means the the highs and the lows and the ups and the downs and what everybody wants and you know I don't care who you are and where you live or exist everybody wants a piece of that pie called love everybody wants to experience that happy dappy feeling that I'm on top of the world that love flight everyone that I've ever met wants that thing they want that love that is why they get married. That is why they have boyfriend, girlfriend. That is why they have love, lust relationships. Because they are looking for that all-time love. Yes, love. And we all want it. So, as I take you to my new segment, St. <laughs> Valentine's, please enjoy it. Um, hit me up. Uh, you can... Reach me at Gina Orange Zero Zero at Outlook.com. If you just want to drop me a line or two, tell me what you're thinking. If you like the show, I would love to hear from you. So uh, let's do this. <laughs> let's go celebrate St. Valentine's. Come on, let's go. Hey, good morning. Coming to you live all the way from Pomona, California. <laughs> Happy Debbie. Just waiting for Super Bowl. Talking poetry with Gina. Yep. Today is the day. We're going to look at the Super Bowl game. 
and we're going to enjoy it. But I want to talk to you a little bit about the vastness of the ocean, how beautiful it is. Until you've stopped and taken a good look at how the Creator has just done so many great things here, we cannot start to appreciate what He's done for us. All the things that we can look at and just love. But yesterday, I went to the beach. And yes, I had an opportunity to wiggle my toes through the sand. (laughs) Oh, how beautiful it was. And the sun was warm on my face. And it was just a beautiful time. I won't ever forget it. Uh, We were down there at the, the Great Santa Monica Beach, close to Maui Beach. Not Maui, Malibu. (laughs) Okay, so one day I want to go to Hawaii. (laughs) But anyway, I'm just coming to you on this Sunday morning, on this fine Sunday morning, where the sun is shining and God has allowed us to wake up one more time. So I say to all of you, enjoy, enjoy, and enjoy. And I will be drinking some of my sister's great wine today. (laughs) This is PCZ and Talking Poetry with Gina. Gina here, Talking Poetry. Hey, hey, hey. Happy, Happy Saturday sun is coming up and yes I can see the snow-capped mountains (laughs) in our lovely town all the way from Pomona California at the top of my apartment building yes I can see the snow-capped mountains and how beautiful it is and the still cold world asleep I wake up this morning to share some of my poetry with you, to share the goodness of love, peace, and mercy. It's a wonderful thing when you have love. Oh, yes, it is. (laughs) It feels good. It tastes good. Let me tell you, it is good. When our Father in Heaven designed us, He knew what He was doing. Yes, He did. He is crafty (laughs) when it comes to designing a human body. And then to give us the mental conditions that He would want us to have. Then that awesome gift, free will. Our Father is awesome. And we at times tend to forget that He's done these awesome things for us. 
But the most awesome thing that he did do is he sent his son for us. And uh, he died on the cross for us. Yes, he did. And I acknowledge that as often as I can because I cannot make it without my father. I cannot make it without Jesus. I cannot. But today I come to you on this Happy Dappy Saturday to let you know that it is good. It is good to be who you are and to walk in the glow of love and to be right. (laughs) Today, I am, I guess, in a bittersweet place. I am not only happy, but I am sad. My son is 30 years old now. And he has spent his first night as a 30-year-old man. Let that sink in. Because that's a nugget for your soul. (laughs) So for every year that we turn, we forget, oh, this is the first time that I've been a 58 all night long. (laughs) So, look at the nuances of it. Everything that you gained in this life, my dear Jameson, you can use in your life. That is the window of wisdom. Now, the windows to your soul has seen all of the hurt, all of the pain, all of the struggles, the long walks, The forgetting, the unforgiving, all of the the pain, the strife. You've seen all of that. And it took you 30 years to get there. So, as I give this time for my son's life, his 30 years, I say thank God. For allowing me to be a part of those those 30 years to see those long walks to see the struggle to see the pain the disappointments the joy the happiness the reliefs see we, we get all of those things and we tend to forget about them we do we really really do but to my Jameson this is for you 30 years coming, 30 years going. Be well, my sweet. Remember everything that you've experienced because you will need to lean on everything that you've learned and bring it to fruition in your life. I love you. Happy 30th birthday, baby.
Hey, good morning. <clears throat> Gina talking poetry here. You know, uh, my son just experienced his 30th birthday and I'm, I'm so very proud of him. And he's, he's done so many uh, vocal challenges and, and make them. Yeah, yeah, he did. And, um, you know, we, we were talking about his father, Sir Richard Orange. <laughs> yes, and I call him out <clears throat> because we, we say, you know, when we chose love, we chose with our hearts, not with anything else. And when I chose Sir Richard Orange, I chose him with my heart, but I should have chosen better. That's what I told my son yesterday. Because everything about that man was everything I didn't need. And all the temptations that were before me in choosing him was why I failed. And I say to myself, was that his fault? No, it was not. He was just the tempter. (laughs) And when you realize that the tempter is what can cause you to fall, it is that actual, that act of giving in. And saying, okay, I'm going to do this because I believe that I can help this person and that we can help each other and that we can more than have a life, but that we can have love. And I did that. I did that for well over 30 years. Oh, yes, I did. But I paid for every, everything that I did. I paid for. Oh, yes. Because the man was not only a narcissistic. He was a gaslighter. He was um, uh, he wasn't uh, he wasn't ready for what I had to offer. <laughs> and I wasn't ready for what he had to offer as well. And you know when I when I had my son, Oh, gosh, we had been married a little while. But we had been together. And no matter what, we stood together. Under no conditions was I prepared for what would happen the next uh, 27 years. (laughs) I I just, I really wasn't, wasn't ready. But when temptation is so great... And so mind-boggling. And you give in to it. Because it's temptation. It looks good. It smells good. And it tastes good. And you fall for it. It's like the okey-doke. And I fell for it. Mm -hmm. Who do I blame? I don't blame anybody. 
because those steps towards that temptation was like walking towards a fun-sized snicker bar. Oh, yeah. And I taught that lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I used to teach Sunday school, I did that. Put them all out on the table. Kids looked at me. I looked at them. We completed the lesson. <laughs> Fun-sized snicker bars were still there. But it was just one who was willing to, to take the chance who asked me, we gonna get to have those uh, those Snicker bars. The temptation was so great, but that they didn't touch them, but that they were there. They were there to have, and that's how I felt about this man. You know, you know, he was married when I met him. He was. He was married, and I tell this story so that <laughs> there won't be one who will fall like I did. But I'm sure we all fall and we come short. And I did. Because again, and I say to you again, I was sure that I could help this man. But I didn't choose good enough. See, my father in heaven, he's got something for me that no man can give me. No. <laughs> I have to be vigilant enough to believe and trust and have faith and know that what he has for me is for me. Oh, yeah. Was I mad at myself when I realized how I had fallen and how I had given in to such a great temptation? Oh, yeah. I was mad at myself because I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Me, of all people, uh, could fall for a philanderer, a man who gave into temptation so easily couldn't help me. When we say we get married and we find that one person and we said, that's my helpmate. He was supposed to help me like I was supposed to help him. But I'm just as guilty as he is. See, I, I don't take the fall by myself. I, you know, uh, I, I, I hold him accountable too. And um, that ride was real. And it was um, unpleasant at times and tearful and you know uh, Stokely in one of his lyrics he says lonely teardrops they fall the same the same as tears that of happiness tears of joy tears of pain they all fall the same they may not mean the same but they all fall the same yes they do and I had many tears I had I have had oceans and oceans of tears because sometimes I cried in pain. Sometimes I cried in joy. But I go back to this one statement that lingered in my mind this morning on this fine Saturday morning 
I did not choose good enough. I did not choose good enough for my children. Even in my first marriage, I didn't choose good enough. I chose because he made me feel good. There's that temptation. Now, what was good for me may have been different. Oh, yeah. May have been different, but I, I hold true to what I believe and the pursuit of happiness is just what it is. You're just, you're pursuing this this glorious, happy feeling, thought, tasting, eating, having a good time. Yes, you're in pursuit of that. Having friends over and having these great barbecues and listening to jazz and singing all night long and making love all night long for the pursuit of happiness. We give in to that because we believe that. We believe that. We don't want to not believe it. But I could have chosen better. And on his 30th birthday, my son, I said that to him. I said, I could have chosen better. But I didn't. And he is still my son. And I still do love him. And as I continue on in my walk with Christ and with God and with the word of God, I think I have more faith now than I've ever had in my entire life. I do believe that my Jesus died on the cross for me. I do believe that God sent his son for me, for me. And all the examples in the Bible were for me, for me to read, for me to understand, for me to know the difference. And yes, I do. I I know that I know, I know the difference. Yes, I do. And I listen back to my my podcast, and when I do, I hear my truth. This is my truth. This is my confession of my soul, of my life. What I didn't do, I didn't choose well enough. I didn't choose good enough. So who suffered? My children, of course. Those are the casualties. (laughs) Oh yeah. Those... My children were the casualties of my choices, of the things that I did. I, me, Gina, (laughs) I did that. My daughter, I I have no clue as to where she is, even if she is alive. In my heart, I feel she's gone. I miss her. I love her. But for my mistake, for my mistakes, there is a price that must be paid. And we give up something. And my son, my son, you know, his father wasn't one that was always there for him. 
and uh, to teach him how to be a man. Not only didn't teach him how to be a man. Yeah, I gave him some good tips and pointers, but <laughs> that's that's not good enough. If you're a father, you're there through the thick and the thin. And you you tell your children, your boys, your girls, what they should expect in life. Not that they're going to actually have that, but kind of get yourself prepared. Be ready, as it were. Be ready for the fall. You don't know what it's going to feel like when you do fall, but be ready, be ready, be ready. Because when I actually fell, and when I fell, I walked away. My actual fall (laughs) was when I walked away from my husband. And from that day to this one, I have not conversed with him. I have not sent him a message. You know, I hear people say, oh, I would be my my ex-husband's friend. Why? Why? (laughs) You know, um... For some people, maybe that's okay. But I couldn't do it because when I fell, I fell and every bone in my body did crack. I didn't break because, see, cracked bones can heal. And broken bones have to be reset. (laughs) So I wasn't completely broken, but my spirit was cracked and my heart was broken and, and it was bleeding. It was all of those things. I am a better person for it. And uh, it took me a long time to get to this place. But I should have chosen better. And I didn't. So I share my story with all of you. Whoever you are. Wherever you are. You're listening. God and all the angels. They they are hearing this too. (laughs) So... To all of you, to all of you who have fallen short, who didn't choose well, I'm telling you, when you come out of your sincere norio fog, the love you thought you had, and you see daybreak, and you can see the sun shining, then do you know? Okay, okay. I think I'm okay. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it. And sometimes you see. Well, I see. I see young women in the grocery stores with their husbands or with their wives, and um, I can see that man. I can see it. I see her looking for his approval and always seeing that there is no room for approval. He's not going to approve you. He's going to tell you what's best. He's going to choose for you. See, God gave us all this, this individuality and he says, choose for yourself. The will you have is your own. 
so now you're you're gonna use your your will you're gonna choose now better now than later because the, the choice was yours when you were choosing for a mate you chose and you didn't ask God to help you so now you, <laughs> oh God help me I need you but I should have chosen better I should have done a better job at choosing a mate somebody who was really truly for me and wanted to to be there with me and to be a part of what we could offer to our children and how we could give them the best sense of being responsible and achieving their goals and how to help them get there. Nah, we believe we can do it all and that we don't need God's help. That's that pain and then that empty feeling that you feel in your heart, that unsuccessful feeling, because you don't have joy and in him is great joy. He is great joy. I know when you get to the end of this, you're going to say she had a lot to say. Yeah, I did. I did. I had a lot to say and I still have a lot to say. But I just want you to know that choose better when you're out there choosing, when you're out there having a good time and being tempted and tasting love and choose better. And and while you're choosing, he's choosing too. But just because I'm a woman, I only see it from my perspective. But there are men that have been hurt too. Who feel like they should have chosen better. And they have the same pain. So my, my, my thing today is, is to keep your eyes open the windows of your soul. Keep your heart open so that wisdom can travel in. Read God's word on a daily because we feed ourselves so many other things of this world. I mean, we, we, we look at TV, we look at commercials, and we look at all the phantasms of this world. And we feed that to our souls on a daily. And remember, God's word is like a strong vitamin. It's good for you. And it's time released. It just knows when to give you all of that goodness. That's his spirit. Well... I am Gina. This is my story. It's not so much a poem, but this is my story. And I wanted to share why I should have chosen better. 
I am Gina, talking poetry. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed part one of looking for St. Valentine's. Um, I have part two already in the queue, so uh, I do hope you enjoyed it. Um, It's just really an opportunity for me to leave my mark on the world. I hope everybody understands that because uh, it's important uh, to say I've been here. Yeah, that part. (laughs) So I come to you in my rawest form, truly exposed and giving the best side of myself. Um, Enjoy. Gina talking poetry. Be good.